Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN. Thanks for joining us. It's 219. Seems to be somewhat of a thankless job, although I'll tell you, my mom had the same letter carrier for years, and he was beloved in our neighborhood. It's just that we know those things have changed now, and there's never been a more dangerous moment for postal carriers than what we're living in right now. Elise Foster is joining us. Elise is the president of the National Association of Letter Carriers, Chicago branch. Elise, thanks for joining us. I was reading something that said one of your postal carriers, maybe not someone you know personally, but somebody felt like they needed to wear a bulletproof vest and they spent 700 bucks just to buy their own vest. Have you heard stories like that? Well, no, I haven't. I haven't heard the story, but um, I am aware. Yeah. What can we do as people who rely on you every day to help keep you safe and make sure that you can do your job without without any threat of violence? Well, first of all, Medicare is a hardworking um, individuals, and I applaud them for everything they do each and every day they get up to deliver mail. But this is unacceptable, and it needs to stop, and it needs to stop now. And what needs to be done to make it stop? What what can be done? I guess that's what, you know, everyone is trying to figure out, right? Yes, and by everyone's trying to figure out everything, time is ticking away, things are still happening, you know, they got to catch the robbers, prosecute them to the full extent of the law. I mean, this is something that needs to be done because we've been talking about this too long, and it just cannot be happening, it cannot be the norm. And is it, is it just in Chicago, or is it happening in New York and L.A. and Houston and other cities, or is, is it the worst right here in Chicago? Um, well, I'm not sure. I don't have those statistics and numbers, but I do believe that it, it's affecting us across the country. Right. Um, and here we have over 90 reported incidents where letter carriers have been robbed and or assaulted. And that was a quote from you um, that you told CBS and you said this is too many. Obviously, one is too many. Uh, Dick Durbin, our U.S. senator, sent a letter to the Department of Justice and Postmaster General Louis DeJoy and said, Hey, these incidents are causing direct trauma to letter carriers and added that downstream effects exacerbate um, staffing shortages, leaving delivery deserts. I mean, people rely on you for medicine and many critical deliveries. So what is happening? Are you seeing that some people are too traumatized to, you know, go out and do their route every day? With our um, letter carriers don't know from day to day what's going to happen. If they're going to be the next target. So that's how they're working in fear, and we shouldn't have to work in fear. So you, you're out working, and you say, you know, she should come to work. I'm scared. I don't know what could happen. So that's something that should not be on letter carrier's mind as they're out there doing their route. Right. And I would imagine as president of the National Association of Letter Carriers for Chicago, they come to you and voice their complaints, right? Yes. They, we talk. We have several discussions. I get the phone calls. For each robbery, I reach out to the letter carriers to see how they're doing, and I get out there on the scene or at the station, the hospital. But it's just that's too much. 
you know, we shouldn't have to do that. So they're federal workers and they need to be protected. Right. And because they're federal workers, I mean, is is the FBI involved in this or is it just an issue that the local police departments and the sheriff's departments are trying to address? But, you know, right now, I'm not going to get into that. We do have ongoing discussions at headquarters level, at all the levels of local law enforcement. So I cannot comment on that. Right. There's been some suggestions that some union members want to move up the start time each day so they can get off the street and get home earlier. Is there is there any talk about that happening? Well, yes, that is talking about it. Chicago um, district leadership. We have talked about that. Um, we're supposed to be having meetings, hopefully this week, to address some of those um, concerns about the starting time to move them up so that we can possibly get the carriers off the street once they finish the rounds or if there's, I mean, the deliveries or if there's something else part is overtime, you know, they take on those extra duties and then they can get off the street at a decent time. Right, because what, yeah, what time are you delivering till? Like the average postal carrier, what time are they working till? Are they out till six or seven at night? Yeah, that's the possibility. Yeah, those, those, they're out there at those time frames, yes. Right. And what time do they start in the morning? Could they start earlier? Like, would it help to start at 6 or 7 in the morning? It's a start. I think it will. When I started 29 years ago, we was up, get up early, get our mail up, get out to the station, and start our deliveries. And we was off at a decent time that we still can you know, enjoy our family and have a life. We're and- pushing the starting times back. to some starting at 8.30. I have truck drives up that starting at 9. And Elise, when you were delivering mail 29 years ago, did you feel threatened in any way? No, I didn't feel threatened. I mean, we had um, law enforcement, the postal police was out there on, on sometimes surveilling the route. You know, we had some type of um, some security out there. You know, we also had the public support. You know, we are the number one trusted government agency, and the public support out there, you know, is key. You know, if you see something, say something. And we always had that, you know. And we still have it today. Don't get me wrong. That you know, I love my customers, and the customers love their mailman, as you said. They out there, but they need they out there by themselves, and that's why we calling on. You know, something needs to be done. Somebody just sent in a text, and they said, "Gosh, I really wish the mayor of Chicago would come out and say something about this." And they put it all in capital letters with a lot of exclamation points. Do you feel like you don't have the support of local government? I have the support of local government. They were all I hit yesterday. You know, I have gotten um, conversations from them. They talk to our membership. But what it looks like, as you said, what type of help, what does it look like? I don't know, but we are at the table and everybody's on board to do what they need to do. We just need to get it moving. Yeah. And so once again, for people who are listening, who depend on you to deliver their mail and whatever other packages they have coming their way, your, your only message is if you see something, say something. Yes, because the client has a community, and once these letter carriers are hurt, you know, they're not coming, they're not back on the route. And then that's going to slow up the mail delivery because now we have to get somebody else on that assignment, you know, because they're traumatized. You know, that's a traumatizing experience. You know, I can only imagine what they're going through, and we need some support. And, you know, if they're not at work, that you know, the mail is going to be delayed. And you're not going to see your favorite mail carrier that you all depend on each and every day. Thank you so much for joining us, Elise. Stay safe. Thank you. Elise Foster, the president of the National Association of Letter Carriers, the Chicago branch.